Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Koopalings, and welcome to episode 153 of the Nintendo Shack podcast, Minecraft Steve Comes to Smash Bros. Uh, I am joined here by the wonderful Donnie, um, and we we don't have Garrett here this uh, this week. Last week, Donnie was absent. This week, Garrett is absent. How are you doing today, Donnie? Greetings, Koopalings. I have the flu, <laughs> and uh, it's it, I, I cough more the more I talk, so... Rebecca's going to do the hosting duties for me this week. I told him we could push it back, that, you know, our couplings could wait if if uh, we really needed to. But he said the show must go on. He's a trooper. That is so correct. here we are. <laughs> so as we do each and every week, we like to thank our Patreons at the top of the show. So thank you to Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh Bonesaw Borboni, Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, uh, Kyle Heyman, Michael Masick, the Egg Shen Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fallhaber, Paul Calico, Rude Days 93, Rob Emanuel, and Grouchy Surge. Thank you very much for your support. This has been a pretty big week for Nintendo, um, I think. Lots of exciting things have been going on. Uh, but before we get into the news, we will talk about what we've been up to this past week. Uh, maybe two weeks for you, Donnie. I don't know. You've been fighting this uh this flu yeah i have, have you been flu. doing much else <laughs> at first at first we thought it was covid and um it's interesting we we all went and got tested because i got sick and then my daughter got sick and we're like uh-oh my daughter actually tested positive for covid she um, did but then her confirmation test was negative and her test since then was negative so hmm. it looks like we got a very rare false positive um, okay, well, because that's good. I have been tested for COVID three times in the last 10 days and all of them have been negative. And I went to the doctor yesterday because I've still been sick for the past two weeks for the most part, like 10 days. And uh, yeah, they, they were like, uh, you don't have COVID. And uh, so they took an x-ray for pneumonia and I didn't have that. So they were like, well, you know, it's not quite flu season yet. So, but let's go ahead and do that. There it is. We got a winner. Flu type B. Oh I am goodness. patient zero, apparently, for the flu this year. <laughs> my doctor was quite astonished. She's like, no I was way, gonna it's say, the flu. I was going to say, when you said the flu, I was thinking, wow, like I haven't even thought about getting my flu shot yet. Like That's pretty early. but And it, it sucks to have the flu right now because everybody's just going to assume you've got COVID. <laughs> and it takes a long time to get seen for the flu. <laughs> and the flu is no joke either. So, yeah, I, I'm happy that I now know what I have, but it's too late for... Ta uh, Theraflu or Tamiflu or whatever it's called. So my doctor just gave me like a Z-Pack and some some meds, cough syrup. Cough syrup's helping, but yeah, I've I've just been under blankets for, for like the last ten days. I've just been sitting on my chair. I haven't been working much. I've just been it's just been real exhausted, really. I think that's been more than anything: the cough, the headache, but just the aches, like my elbows, my knees, everything hurts. Um. Played some games before I, I, I got the flu. So played Mario, right? I, I missed the show last week. So I've been playing Mario. Um, played me about four hours of Mario 64 the day it came out. I got my physical copy. So I got that sealed copy ready to stash for, for future swaps. <laughs> and um, Very limited. 
I, after about four or five hours, I kind of had my fill, and uh, you guys have talked about it. Wait, wait a second. Am I remembering correctly? Did did I have like a fever dream under the flu last week, or did Garrett like trash Wind Waker on our own podcast last week? Did he trash it? I mean, he he trashed the art <laughs> style. That he did. He that's, did. Yeah, that's he, not he acceptable. Was not a fan of- of the style that just hit me That's like true. a ton of bricks. I'm gonna have words with Garrett when he gets back. <laughs> All right. I, I do remember him apologizing to, <laughs> that to was, you and Spirit. <laughs> that was that was un, unfortunate for our listeners. I apologize. Uh, he knows not what he speaks. So um, I, I did that, and then I, I started playing Sunshine. And I had told you I, I never really liked Sunshine, so I didn't stick with it long. And uh, I started playing Galaxy, and I completely fell back in love with Galaxy all over again. I sat there with my pro controller, I think last, the weekend before last, maybe for like eight hours doing nothing but playing Galaxy and having <laughs> a blast just sick in my blankets playing Galaxy. I feel like that's the kind of a comfort game to you, um, especially right now if you're feeling sick, you're familiar with it, um, something that you can just jump back into and relive it and enjoy it. It's so good. And I really like the mapping on the pro controller. I do like it playing it more um, with the pro controller than I do in handheld. I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's really really good, and I would like to see Galaxy Two come because um, it's just a really really great game, and the HD effect is is really nice, very pretty to look at. So I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, I've been playing NBA or NBA uh, WWE Two K Battlegrounds. The game's gross. Um, <laughs> it's it from a looks like a visual department. It's okay. It's not great. It's okay. It's a little muddy especially in like character select menus and unlock screens when you're actually playing the game it's okay but in the other outside of the game it's real fuzzy it's kind of muddy especially in portable a handheld it's it's worse and uh but it's it's playable like it's good enough but i've got two i've got two major complaints that really kind of make the game gross the unlocking system is disgusting um there are hundreds of wrestlers that are locked like behind, um, you know, basically like Smash, like a progress pack. Like you have to earn so many coins or you can buy them separately with your actual money. I think to unlock them all, it would be like over $150. And you, there is no like, so when they did this before with the NBA, <coughs> with the NBA, <coughs> the NBA game, um, you could pay them $10 to unlock everybody. And I hated it, but I still did it because I didn't want to, sit there for a hundred hours. It takes so long. You want to play with the people you want to play with. Right. They don't have that option in this game. You have to grind out all of the characters that you want, or you have to pay them. And that's disgusting. It's gross. Yeah. It's a real And I feel like they probably make it a grind to get them so that you're more likely to to buy. (laughs) I did about, I wanted one character that was like 12,000 points. And that's a little, that's kind of high for the characters, but it took me like 10 or 12 matches. It's like an hour. It was like two hours worth yeah. of time, you know. So it's not like you play a match and you know unlock them. It's, it's a process. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing I think the game really misses the mark on, and it just feels cheap. Um, normally, in wrestling games, all the characters have different moves, right? This game, there's basically four types of wrestlers, and those types of wrestlers all share the same moves. So you may be playing as Bray Wyatt, for example, and then you might play like as a girl, um, a female wrestler, let's say like um, Charlotte Flair or Bailey or somebody. They may have the exact same moveset. And that doesn't make any sense because in the actual wrestling product, they don't. 
their body types are completely different. Like it doesn't make any sense for this to happen, right? One of them's like 360 pounds. The other one's like 180. And there's only four. So it's like there's really only four different characters. Brawlers, like Lucha or like High Flyers. Then there's like an average and then there's like a, I don't know what it's called, like a superstar or whatever. But yeah, everybody falls into these four categories. So essentially there's only four movesets. So there really is no individuality when you're actually playing the game. So it's just like a button masher. You just smash buttons. And in the, and that is actually kind of fun. I like a good button masher. Um, but it's, I'm okay with it. Um, like, and that's, that's honestly, that'd be my review. Like, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not enamored by it. There's nothing that it's doing that I'm really excited about. It's story mode is even bad because it forces you to play as a specific character instead of creating your own. Oh. And the character's like super generic <laughs> and it's just bad, you know, and it's, and, and I, as you keep playing, you play as different people, of course, but like, that's the main character in the story. It's just. You can't choose throughout the story who to play as. Um, they have different story yeah. missions that make you play as different people. But uh, when you start off the campaign, it's mm-hmm. like, you're this person, you're, you're playing this person's storyline is not a real person. It's a fake person. Oh, so okay. it's, yeah, it doesn't even like really follow the the license like the ip you think maybe they would retell you a story that happened in real mm-hmm. life or something it's just very different so outside of the actual game play where you smash some buttons and i did have fun with that for a few hours outside of that i don't really like it that much so i'm just kind of okay with it i don't really regret my purchase but i i think i did have higher expectations i was hoping it would be better um, was it 60 dollars? that's 40 40 but i bought okay. the digital deluxe thinking that it would get me more unlocks <laughs> so i paid oh, no. f- i think i paid 50 for it Okay. I got to unlock like five wrestlers out of the gate. Really? And then, and then I was out of money and then I had to So you might it. as well just, just, yeah. Right. Got the, the regular version and unlocked who you wanted. <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of gross. <clears throat> um, I I'd played Super Punch Patrol, which is really, really fun. Have you heard about this game? No, I've never heard of it. It's from the, the folks that make Gum and Clive. Okay. Um, it has that same art style. It looks like Gum and Clive, except it's Streets of Rage. It's a Streets of Rage game. It's beat em up. And um, it came out, and I remember hearing about it a few months ago, and I'd forgotten all about it, and I saw it on the eShop, and I was sick. And I'm sitting there. So my daughter's sick, too. So she has the Switch with the dock. So ever since she's taken that, I've been strapped to my light, so I haven't been playing Galaxy. So I think I think it's 20 bucks I threw at it. And it's pretty tough. I've died a f- uh, several times. I haven't beat the main campaign yet. Playing on normal. When you die, you go all the way back to the beginning. So you got to start all over. So I haven't finished it yet, um, but I've only sat down to play it two or three times. But it's really good. Really cool, unique art style and uh, uh, a genre type of game that I always really enjoy. Like I said, I like, I like Button Smasher. So Excellent. A little bit uh, probably better than, than what you were playing with Battlegrounds then. You liked it better? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah, it's it's more unique. You know, like making a wrestling game where every, where essentially there's only four characters that's real cheap. Yeah, I feel like with that, <laughs> you like imagine if Smash Brothers had four moves. Like, four, there's yeah. just only four moves. Four different fighters with different skin. They all yeah. just had different skins. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Because there's like a hundred characters in the game. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's kind of gross. Yeah. Um, well, I've I've been actually playing a lot this week compared to last week. The only thing I was playing was uh, the 3D All Stars. Um, this past week, I. 
I started off um, over the weekend with a special kind of stream that I don't normally do. Instead of playing a game, I put together a, um, well, actually I had a friend help me out, put together a playlist of old retro gaming commercials. Um, and so I was uh, kind of going back and watching all of those and reacting to those. Some really corny, cringy stuff coming out of the 80s and 90s, but they were like, entertaining commercials and i can't help but wish that commercials were still like that i feel like um a lot of them caught my attention and like would make me want to buy those products i feel like compared to the gaming commercials that we have now you didn't like the switch commercial with with karen and her rooftop friends <laughs> the rooftop well now it's, it's so much more like family friendly focused commercials that you see um they were they were playing basketball <laughs> at night with the switch playing basketball on the side, I mean, they that's, make it look very cool now. That's hella and cool. Cool in 2020 is very different than cool in 1985. That's, that's <laughs> true. I um, I really like the Wii's marketing campaign. The um, the Wii would like to play and like the the, yeah. the sterile like everything was like sterile and white and clean. White and yeah, clean. I mean, like mm-hmm. I liked. I thought it was unique take and um. I don't want to say it's fitting for the Wii because I don't think that makes any sense. Like there was nothing fitting for the Wii, but it was different, right? It, <laughs> it was, was so different. different, which that was fitting for the Wii because the Wii was so different. Yeah. And like that really, that hooked me. Like I was very, very excited for my Wii and played it for years. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll never, you'll never understand the excitement that I had when NCAA football was released on Wii. Because I love NCAA football games and Fancy. Xbox had NCAA football for years. And I was like, why don't we get a we? right? And they finally got one. I still have that game. I still have a copy, a box copy of that game. Yeah. A lot of the um, the retro commercials I was watching were from like from the eras before that, uh, like a lot of uh, NES, SNES, N64, even some GameCube stuff thrown in there. Um, and I'm going to do some more this upcoming weekend. Um, so we'll probably throw some some Wii ones in the mix. Um, I just like seeing how kind of and it wasn't just Nintendo is all the all the companies seeing how they're. Uh, marketing has evolved, I guess, over the decades, sure. how different it was back then and, and what it is now. Very um, upfront about targeting each other, um, you know, calling them out by name, like oh, yeah. literally saying like Sega saying like, oh, you know, you don't want Mario, like come see our, co-. like by name. That stuff wouldn't fly today. How, I know how upfront it was back then. Yeah. Um, so that was cool to see. And I'm going to be doing some more of that uh, on stream on Sunday. Um, and then after that, I started a new Super Nintendo game. I'm still feeling that uh, that retro wave, I guess. Um, I started Illusion of Gaia. Have you heard of that one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it has uh, some A Link to the Past and Secret of Mana vibes. I feel like it's kind of a mix between those two. Um, I'm getting into it. It has some... Um, like real life locations in it as well. Um, so I think there's like some historical aspects of it. Um, but it's, it's kind of like a general, uh, action RPG, uh, is advertised that it is, but I'm not really feeling like it's as much of an RPG as the other games because there really isn't as much leveling up. Um, so in that ways, it is a little bit more like a link to the past. Um, but I'm following all my friends, following this journey, trying to find my parents, trying to, um, you know, uncover the mystery of this this Gaia being. Um, so I'm having fun with that. I just started that, so I'll be continuing that uh, this upcoming week as well. I did download and start playing Super Mario 35 today. Did, did you get too. a chance to play that today? Yeah, I did, and uh, I kept getting connection errors. You did? I didn't yeah. get a single one. What time I, were you playing? I got like nine or ten of them. I really? I started playing um, after I got back from the doctor today about like two. 
and I tried playing for about an hour. I only got to finish two matches, and I, I came in eighth and ninth, I think, in both of those. Okay. And then every other time, I kept trying and kept connecting error, connecting. I just turned it off. I figured out. Oh wow! Um, I didn't have a single connection I'll try error it another day at all. I was um, playing um, a couple hours leading up to this, so maybe after, maybe when people were first like downloading it and trying it out, maybe you know they were having server issues. I don't know, um, but I had a good experience with it. Um, I think I'm better at it than I thought I was. My best so far has been third place. I got third place twice. Um, I don't know if this was just the matches that I was in, but I feel like once you get around to like between five or eight-ish people left, it starts to go very slow. Uh, people don't um, it's longer. Fall out as much. Yeah, yeah, it takes a long time. Like I feel like I was stuck at five people the one round for a, like ten minutes. Yeah, like it wasn't. I didn't feel like the game was getting harder, so people weren't getting knocked out. Like we weren't. I guess I was attacking people and they were attacking me, but I felt like the enemies that were being sent weren't powerful enough to knock any of us out. Like it wasn't the the difficulty wasn't increasing at the same rate that it was before. Um, so I don't know if that was just the games that I was in or if um that's just kind of the way it is or the people who I was playing with. Um, but I feel like it, the games could turn into very, very long games. Otherwise uh, I did so. this. I mean, I had the same exact experience. Like it really kept going for, for a minute. Um, I was enjoying, it. I was having a lot of fun. Um, I, I, I'm upset that I can't use the outside buttons. Um, you have to use, um, trying to think about it. So like you have to use like the B, and Y button, right? The inside, the inside buttons. And I if you, you want to, settings, you can you? change to B and A. Uh, but I want to use B and Y with A and X. Like I want to use uh, the outside buttons. That's how I've always played it. So I want to, mm -hmm. I want to hold down X and then press A to jump. Like that's how I feel like I've always played. Um, mm -hmm. So I noticed that 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 caught me caught my attention earlier. And then um, I, I actually felt like Mario was a bit slow. I felt like when I was first jumped into the game, I felt like um, there was just a little hitch in his step a little bit. I was just like, wow, it doesn't feel quite as tight as I remember. It feels a little floatier. Maybe I just haven't played Mario Bros. in a long time. I almost wonder, and I'm not a good person to compare that to because I don't have a ton of experience playing um, the original game. I almost wonder if that's intentional because the goal here is a little bit different. You're not trying to, you know, go through the level, you know, fast within the time limit you're, you're trying to defeat all the enemies as you know sure. as many as you can to gain time so you really don't want to miss an enemy you don't want to go too fast it made my uh it made my jumps enough. feel off because i felt yeah. like i wasn't like as agile or jumping as mm -hmm. as fast as i feel like i should or at least as my muscle memory would have me to believe i felt like everything was kind of like mm -hmm. off a half a step but it was mm -hmm. okay I, mean, I really enjoyed what i was playing i had a lot of fun mm -hmm. i'm upset that yeah, we can't I buy the game I was going to say, I still feel like they should be leaning into this more instead of taking it off of the eShop. What's it in March? I think they're yeah. saying that this is until, but they, they also said that uh, jump rope challenge was going to be taken off of the eShop and it is not. Um, so I don't know. Maybe they just want to feel out how well this is doing um, to see how many people are interested in it, see how many people are playing it and like maybe come March if there's still a big audience for it. Maybe they would keep it going. Maybe I don't they'll know. put up like a counter and they'll be like, look, if less than 10,000 people are playing this game at any point, we're taking it down and just force us to keep playing. Just mandate that we all keep playing. Just hold us hostage. Oh my gosh. 
I don't know. I had a lot of fun with it. I it, it's surprisingly addictive. Like a you know, it's one of those just one more game type games, one more round type games. Definitely. Um, so I will probably play that before I go to bed tonight to try to get my first win. Um, my best so far is third place, so we'll see. It makes a lot of sense. Um, I really like the formula, so I can I can only hope that they that they have ideas to do this somewhere else in an actual game game. I could see them doing it for Zelda One as well. That would mm. be so much fun, like through a through a dungeon perhaps. And then besides that, um, I've just been getting back into the Animal Crossing update with the fall update. Um, I've been enjoying that with the pumpkins, which we, um, we'll talk about that probably a little bit later. We can talk about what they added. Um, which brings us to this week in Nintendo. We got some exciting news. We got a Smash character reveal. Steve rocks the block. Steve from Minecraft joins Smash along with Alex Zombie and Enderman as alts. Their moves look like they include uh, the sword, the axe, some explosive TNT, minecarts, flying with wings, and more. Uh, looks like there's stages from different biomes in Minecraft, like the forest, savanna, and the snowy tundra. Sakurai said that every previous stage in the game had to be reworked in order to take advantage of the block building abilities that Steve has access to. Um, and they didn't really give us a whole lot. The presentation was only about three minutes long, so it was really just the reveal. And uh, we said more information uh, during Mr. Sakurai presents Steve and Alex at Minecraft Live, which takes place on October 3rd uh, at 10.30 Eastern. Um, we'll get more information. Um, there's no release date for him yet, but we'll probably find out during that presentation on Saturday. Um, what do you think, Donnie? Thanks, awesome. What's your reaction? I, I, mean, I love it. Um... My, Steve has been rumored for Smash Brothers since the Wii U. This has been going on for a long, long time now. And um, I've always, I think, defended it on the Nintendo Shack. My son loves Minecraft, and he plays it across a myriad of devices. Um, I had a really fun moment with him today when it happened. I walked upstairs. He was in his class um, on his computer with his kids. And I said, Jack, uh, they're adding Steve from Minecraft to Smash. And he had this big old smile, and he turned to his computer, and he was like, Hey, Josh just completely interrupted the teacher and Josh was like what they're like they're putting Minecraft in Smash and like all the little boys started talking and the teacher was like Jack Jack don't don't do that and it was it was quite quite funny um he's really excited and that makes me excited um because he plays Smash way more than I ever have um but I think I've always thought that Minecraft is a great fit um I think the game is absolutely iconic and if you don't think Mm -hmm. that I just think you're old (laughs) <laughs> like anybody out there saying like Gino or any of this dumb stuff, like, look, <laughs> I get it, but like your nostalgia doesn't outweigh like results. Like Minecraft no. is one of the biggest games in the world. For some context, uh, it is the best selling video game of all time, yeah. with 200 million copies sold across all platforms. In 2020 alone, there's 126 million monthly active users. Uh, so I don't think, I, I mean, we were talking about, I've seen so much discourse online about how this one's for the kids. This one's just, you know, to, to get is. kids it's to match. I think that's part of it, but it's not just kids. I think who are excited about this. Minecraft is huge. It's not just 200 million kids. It's 200 million, all types of people. I just don't like taking that. Um, kids can't like, we can't make video games for kids like approach. It's like the reason that we like video games is because when we were kids, video games targeted kids. Like that's, that's kind of the point. The video games by and large are for kids. Now, does that mean that the last of us for kids? No, but by and large video games are for 
kids. And I feel know. like Smash fans can't really complain about that part of it because Joker wasn't f- the one for kids. Banjo-Kazooie wasn't for kids. Those are all, I think, for the people our age, um, if they wanted to pander to, if we're, we're talking yeah, about specific kids don't even audiences. know who the hell Banjo is. They don't know who they are. Yeah. Um, so sure, maybe this one is for kids. I still don't really agree with that. But um, I don't think that's a complaint, even if you are saying it. Sure. No, I don't uh, think it is either. I think this is, I think Minecraft is for everyone. It is. You know, it's for everybody. I had a lot of fun playing it in college. I'm not really, I wouldn't call myself a Minecraft fan, but I enjoyed what I played of it. Uh, the series is super iconic. Everybody recognizes this character, recognizes this world. Uh, my parents know what Minecraft is. Um they look genuinely fun to play as. Yep. Um, I think they have lots of different, you know, it's not just. They can like know, drop blocks and like build towers. And didn't he have like a. The like block a, mechanic looks so cool. Yeah. I think that that's going to add a lot of strategy to the game. Um, I like that they added different skins. So it's not just, or like different alts. So it's not just. Uh, the zombie school. Steve, I really like Ender- Enderman. Really? I'm going to play Enderman. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> this will be probably the first DLC fighter that I buy. I bought the pass, so I mean, I'm fine with whatever, but I'm really excited about this. Jack's definitely going to play. The one thing that I've always thought about with Minecraft is I thought it would make for an awesome stage. I've always said that. look really fun. I I want the stage to build and destruct in real time as you're playing around it. And uh, yeah, I I think think it it will will too. And it's going to be amazing. And I I mean, what this is, Microsoft has supported... 3DS with Minecraft, Wii U with Minecraft, the Switch with Minecraft, the Switch on Minecraft on Switch has sold extremely well. Um, you know, there was a Mario pack in Minecraft. I was going to say, yeah, there has been Nintendo content in Minecraft, so Yeah, this is I feel like this, this is, was I I am not surprised to be honest. No, it's great <laughs> it's marketing. It's great yeah. marketing. Great marketing. If they ever did like a you know, a Minecraft Joy-Con set or a dock or something and and you know, had this on the cover or something like that. Like this is an easy tie in. Um, Cause again, Minecraft's for everybody. It's like Lego, you know, it's mm-hmm. for everybody. It's, it's, it reaches everyone it has a far reach, way wider reach than Dante or Joker or Min Min ever could or all combined. <laughs> I, I see people comparing it to Gino and I just. <sighs> Gino makes me mad. <laughs> the Gino stuff makes me mad because it feels like, it feels like a meme that then, that then like Twitter got behind. <laughs> but people are calling Steve a meme, and I think that's less of a meme. Like this is this is it makes sense for Smash in every way that you look at it. I agree. So. <laughs> I, I'm real excited, and um, I mean, there's still there's more fighters left, so don't lose hope. Hashtag Travis or Smash um, <laughs> or Sora, whoever you you want. I mean, they'll still be there, right? There's still opportunities. Um, I don't think you know. It's one thing like to feel like a character that you don't like is taking the spot for somebody that could um i don't think that way for steve at all if anything i think steve's probably one of the better like maybe outside of banjo trying to remember the other ones who were the other ones uh the dragon quest one hero yeah um terry byleth he's steve is so much better than terry bogard (laughs) what about byleth i think steve is more deserving than byleth and then I, th- I think he's way more deserving than uh, Min Min as well. I think, sure, that's representing a Nintendo franchise, but I don't know how far-reaching ARMS is going to be I see Elias as far as in the le- chat. legacy goes. Chat, I, I, uh, Elias, I bring up Sora because I know the internet 
uh, trumps for Sora quite a bit. I don't want Sora in Smash at all. I don't care. I think Sora would be a fair pick. Um, oh, I, I think do too. Better than Gino. Iconic enough. <laughs> I think I can give you like seven characters that I think are better than Gino. That's my issue with Gino. It's like, really, guys? That's the one we're going to die on the hill for? Gino? Like over <laughs> Travis, I'm, touchdown over Shantae? Gino? I played Super Mario RPG for the first time a couple months ago, and I played it going into it seeing what the big deal was about Gino, and I left that game thinking Gino is not a big deal. It's not. It never was. <laughs> so, I mean, Travis. Travis needs to be the one. I hope he gets in. I really, really do. That's going to make me really, really happy. I think happy. He, he is a f- you know fair enough chance as anyone at this point. So yeah, I think I agree too. The other ones that uh, I would want are Shantae, Dante. I think I'd be okay with either of those two as well. Shantae would be a good one. That would be pretty huge because of just the indie representation as a fighter. That would be historic. Yeah. Um, so we will find out more information. Uh, this is it Saturday, October third. Mm-hmm. Um, 10.30 a.m. Eastern. Um, do you think we'll see... Did they say if we would get uh, a Mii fighter, a Mii costume this time? I don't remember. I could see them, honestly, doing something like Ori for a Mii costume fighter. We seem to be getting little indies like that lately. So I could see something like that happening. I, I don't know if I would like Ori as a Mii fighter. I feel like that look wouldn't be what I was looking for. I would love to see like Ori. A, little, little cap. <laughs> a cap or something would be okay. But yeah, yeah. like the... Um, the Undertale, you know, me fighter costume actually makes the character look legit like the character. It does. So I yes. want, I would like to see the costume stay in that realm, because um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's as fun when it just looks like, you know, a me with the hat on or something. Yeah, it's true. Anything else on Steve? Can't wait. I know. I I feel like it is one of the more um dividing. Twitter legit yeah. broke, right? Twitter broke. broke. That's insane. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't refresh your feed. <laughs> Gino wouldn't even trend, and Twitter broke. Like Steve <laughs> broke it. That's that's Finally, impressive. Somebody broke the internet. <laughs> we got last weekend some uh, more information on Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity at the Tokyo Game Show. We got updates. Um, Ten minutes of gameplay. In fact, they showed off a new trailer for the game. Um, we see uh, Keep on Fire, which looks like a battle uh, after you're defeated. Playable teases for each of the champions, Mifa, Daruk, Urbosa, and Rivali. Um, several Avengers-esque scenes at the Deku Tree on a tower in a battlefield. Um, if you have save data from Breath of the Wild on your Nintendo Switch, you receive the bonus training sword um, in Age of Calamity. Um, they said there was strict guidance from the main Zelda team during development. And then there will be separate play styles for each of the different characters. More characters will be shown off in the future, such as we got young Impa being showcased during the live stream. We saw a little bit of her. Um, no notes in here about the guardian egg, which stole the show for me. Super cute. Um, you know that this is going to end in heartbreak. Which part of it are you most excited for? Um, I really enjoyed the way everything looked. Um, I continued to, question if it's gonna look like that like when we actually get the game um it's it looks really really vibrant and and detailed in a way that breath of the wild didn't and i know it's not open world so i know that you know that they have hopefully more resources to deal deal at it i don't know like just every time i i I try not to get my hopes up 
you know, because I don't want to like bring home like all, um, but it looks great. And um, like the whole battlefield scene, you know, at the fort and everything, like I'm just I'm, I'm really excited to learn more about it and kind of see the story that they're they're obviously going to tell us. And uh, I'm really excited about that. I think it's going to be um Everything that people wanted from Breath of the Wild, I, I remember everybody was asking, well, what what was it like before all of this happened? What were the towns like? What were, you know, what happened? So this is going to give us that. Um, I'm really excited to play as young Impa. Um, I think she looks awesome. I love her design. I want to know more about her. One thing that I wanted from Breath of the Wild was more about the Sheikah culture and all of their technology. And I think we're going to get that with this. So yeah. this is like, like a dream come true for me. <laughs> I want to know more about the egg guardian, little baby. <laughs> I, I don't care about the egg at I all. I love him. Oh, my gosh. I love him. We're going to have to kill him or he's going to sacrifice himself. I just like know it. Like every other guardian ever. Like, it's just like everybody's like, oh, it's so cute. I'm like, all guardians die. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, the game seems uh, very heavy story-based. Um, so, they're, they're not going to go too much into the narrative when we get uh, more information. But... Look forward to that. This game comes out I the same day as it. Cyberpunk. Who cares about Cyberpunk? I we're care playing about Zelda. Cyberpunk. No, we're playing this Zelda. It's gonna be on that so day. hard. I'm gonna have to juggle both of these games. <laughs> yeah, I liked what I saw. Um, definitely a day one buy for me. Oh, for sure. The, they uh, detailed more information about Pokemon the DLC Crown Tundra, which is coming out on October 22nd. The legendary Pokemon from past games are back. They showed off Dynamax Adventures, a special type focused raid that will include all of the game's past legendary Pokemon. Once completed, the Galarian Star Tournament will allow, will open and allow for double battles where uh, players will team up with their choice of characters from the base game, like the gym leaders I think they showed off, uh, and the expansion pass. That Galarian Star Tournament, you can pick a partner from the trainers you met along the way. Um, uh, oh, they are selling the uh, completed version of the game with the DLC bundled. Um, Pikachu wearing different Ash hats via codes will be distributed. Um, I think the, f- the first one is available now. You can find a code for it online. Um, Pokemon from Pokemon Go will soon be able to be added to Sword and Shield via Pokemon Home by the end of the year. They ended the uh, direct with a special music video, which was kind of a throwback to all of the anime Um uh, scenes and, and whatnot. It was kind of fan service. It was pretty cool. Um, the uh, the new DLC expansion pass will also contain the ability patch, which allows you to change a Pokemon's ability to its hidden ability. They didn't show that off during the direct, but they um, kind of came out in the notes afterwards. Yeah, I feel very torn about this because I feel like the the expansion pass is going to be very good. I think I'm going to enjoy it, but I think the way that they're showing it off um, is not so good. This trailer did not really do anything to get me hyped or excited. I feel like a lot of what they showed off are things that aren't really all that new. I already have all the legendary Pokemon in Pokemon Home. I already have all the Ash Hat Pikachu that I've got over the years. Um, I guess the Dynamax adventure seems cool. I'll be able to team up with friends, but again, it's to get these legendaries that I already have. I probably won't do the Galarian Star Tournament. It's just another tournament mode. I was hoping that they would show off a little bit more about what we can expect from the actual Crown Tundra story um, without really spoiling what the story is. I feel like they could have shown us a little bit more of that, as well as um, the new Galarian forums. They didn't really go into the Moltres, Articuno, Zapdos, 
Galarian forms, as well as the Slowking legendary form. I was hoping that they would give us a little bit more of the actual new stuff. What did you think? I kind of hated it. Yeah, uh, it didn't I, really do anything to get me excited. I <laughs> got really excited to watch it, and I sat down, and I watched it, and I was like, I don't think I'm going to play this. That was my takeaway from all of it. Um, I liked the open area for the last one, the DLC, and after I played it for about five to seven hours, like I think I had my fill. It was cool, the open exploration and everything but the story wasn't like really driving me to complete it and i've never been the gotta catch them all type right so the tournaments and the stuff and all the different types and the new types i don't care about any of that Um, when i hear dlc expansion i want to go on a new journey i want to meet new people and i want there to be uh motivations for doing so and uh, it doesn't seem like this is it like Pokemon Sword and Shield, and I think I said this uh, when we were reviewing the game, Pokemon Sword and Shield very much feels like kind of like um, like a looter shooter grind type thing. And, and Pokemon has always kind of been that. Um, but the thing that I've gotten out of Pokemon were always the stories. There was always the journey. And I, I know that we've talked about that um, before when, when these games have come out. Um, the first games, you know, being, you know, uh, Poke trainer and going on the journey and then um you know sun and moon which i loved actually i think it's my favorite story of all the games all the different characters and then this one really missed the mark for me and it just feels like when i say looter shooter guys in the chat i mean like <laughs> just kind of that collect grind collect grind it's like they're just giving you more pokemon to do it's just like hey keep doing this pokemon thing and it's like i i, I don't have it in me to want to keep catching pokemon and just keep going to more you know, caverns and doing more Dynamax battles. Like, I've done it. I've done it. Like, I did it. It was fun. I did it. I'm over it now. Unless they wanted to give me a reason to doing it. And uh, that's why I've never been on these sort of, like, I don't want to say, I would say grindy types, but, you know, I've never been on these sort of games that, like, have, like, this loop that you just repeat forever. You know, mm-hmm. they've never gotten me like that. Um, So, I watched this. Jack's real excited. He got his Pikachu and he came and showed me his hat. And it was hilarious because I, I think I was thinking to myself, I was like, who's going to do that? And then he was like, dad, I got the, the <laughs> he was watching upstairs. I didn't even know it. Um, so he's all in. Like, they've got him. He loves that Pokemon at a level I never did. He knows about about breeding and collecting and, and stats and all that. Like, I don't care about any of that or shinies or any of that. So um, it's just safe for me to say, like, it's not for me <laughs> in a lot of ways, but I'm actually... I'm starting to share a bit concerned that maybe like the future of Pokemon is not for me because I felt the same way with like Pokemon Go. I was like, this is not for me. Right. And it just seems like people are really excited and that like, I'm going to go run around and catch stuff. And it's like, well, how long do you do that before you get tired of doing that? And apparently the answer for Pokemon fans is never. They'll just keep doing it for years. And it's like, I only have so much of that in me. And then I want to do something else. Yeah, for me, I already have my, and maybe I shot myself in the foot for doing this. I already have my complete living Pokedex that I've worked on over the years. I don't really need to catch these legendaries again. I could do the Dynamax adventures with some friends to get to that Galarian Star tournament, but I, I'll do it for fun, but I don't really care about the tournament. And I did buy this DLC. I will play the story and just like you, you know, I'll, I'll enjoy it for what it is. Um, I, my thoughts really echo a lot of what you said, but for different reasons. Um, so I don't know. Pokemon, I feel like it's something that I'm enjoying enough, but like you, it's it's not really evolving with me, I guess, um, which is disappointing. Um, I do like some of the things that they're adding with this, like the ability patch. You, you know, you 
they pretty much eliminated the need to breed to get a competitive Pokemon. So people who want to break into that, it is so much easier now. Um, you can turn your starter Pokemon into a competitive, um, you know, powerhouse. Now you don't need to really worry about breeding anymore. Um, so I like that. I like that they're making that more accessible for people. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think once I get through the story, I probably won't spend a whole lot more time with it. I, did the story in the first half of it and I haven't touched it since. So I feel like it's something I'll, you know, I'll have fun with going through it, but I don't think I'm going to do it. I've got too much to do. That's, yeah. that's it. I, I've, I have too many games to play. Doing it I bought it already. <laughs> you know, like it would be different. I think if it was sun and moon, like it's how different these two games are for me. I love sun and moon and I had an I absolute blast playing it. I'm unlike you. I didn't like sun and moon as much as, as you did. And then sword and shield missed the mark for me i i didn't enjoy the main game I, I, I mean i enjoyed the dlc the first dlc a little bit better but even after five or six hours like i was kind of over it i just i still think that they're not doing a very good job of advertising this with the trailers um i think what they're showing off isn't everything that we're getting from it um because that was the case for the first half of it i felt like the trailers for it didn't really get me excited for it but i still had fun you know playing it um, so I'm hoping that's kind of the case here, but I have no Cub Fu. Cub Fu was the one thing they got me last time. I was really <laughs> excited to get Cub Fu. And there's no, no Cub Fu this time. Yeah, no, you can no still Kung use Fu. Kung Fu. You can use them. Yeah, but I could just use them now. <laughs> that's the thing. It's just, it's more of this thing that I wasn't overly enjoying to begin with. So. Yeah, well, I will play it when it comes out and. I'll talk about what I liked and didn't like about I'm it. I'm sick. Maybe I'm just being grumpy, but I'm trying to no. be honest. That was my honest impression from the trailer. I was like, I don't think I'm going to play this. <laughs> it's, I have so I, many things to do. Yeah. I mean, and it's coming out at October 22nd. I feel like that's when like stuff is going to start coming out for the holidays. And like, yeah, we're going to be busy playing other stuff. Hey, yeah. Pikmin rolling out um, right around that time, right? And then mm-hmm. it's going right into Halloween. So I'm be watching all my scary movies and I'm doing scary video games. I'm going to get something else to do some of that stuff. And then we got next gen launching like three weeks after that cyberpunk and everything else. It's like, I don't have time to go and catch more Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. I will do the story and probably that's, that's it. Let me know when the next let's go thing happens. And um, it's like, I'm, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> I think that's inevitable too. I, do you think we would get, um, like a let's go for generation two first, or do you think we would get a remake for diamond and pearl first? I think you would probably have a better handle on that than me. I don't see any reason for them to not do gold and silver. Um, gold and silver would be what I would want more. Um, just because those were my favorite of the old ones, but I would buy either one of those. I think either mm-hmm. one of those would be better than I really don't have much like nice things to say about sword and shield. <laughs> I really, really don't. So to me, Sword and Shield feels like Pokemon, like, you know, they looked at a game like Diablo or Destiny and they were like, we need to do that. And that's what like Pokemon Sword and Shield kind of feels to me. It's like it has a story, but it's super cookie cutter and super generic. And it's really not the game isn't about that actually kind of at all. The game is so about catching everything, playing with your friends, doing these like raids together. I feel like if you're not doing that stuff, you're not having a good time with the game. That's and the me. people who are enjoying it the most are really leaning into that. I know, um, you know, Kyle um, always does that. He's always looking for people to raid up with. He's very into that. Yep. And he's enjoying it. You know, that's 
I feel like the draw of this game. <laughs> yep. And I'm the other person. I'm the person who's always yeah. played Pokemon by myself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, there's just not much here for me. It's generic in a way that like, I don't even feel like Pokemon Red and Blue were. And those were like super generic, but like Sword and Shield is really generic. <laughs> yeah. um, there's not a whole lot there. It's like, you've got this friend, you're going to go become champion and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's... I'm okay with that. I feel like I the the problem is I feel like they try to make it a story when it's not, and I would rather them just not have a story if I they're you. gonna yeah. you know yeah go halfway for it. You're either gonna go all the way or you're not. Um, so I really just like the collecting. I really like the Pokemon designs this generation. So I was happy with that part of it. But yeah, it isn't what we want it to be. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we talked about Super Mario Bros. 35 is out now. Um, it's free to download for Switch Online subscribers. Um, Chris had a couple questions for us. I think the one I wrote down was, what's your ideal Mario enemy to send to a rival player in Mario 35? The sun. Is that, can you send it in that one? I, I have no idea. I have not seen yet. the sun yet, but the sun would be it. You probably can in later if levels. If I could send the sun to somebody, that would be awesome. <laughs> you imagine if you had like three or four suns ghosting oh in the, right the way your eyes just lit up like that's why that's the right answer <laughs> the sun yeah i would say probably anything that you can anything that you i think you could send in bulk that would be enough to just wipe somebody out that they can't Lack avoid or they like yeah. if they could just drop right when they drop the, the things <laughs> those would be good too I saw a couple Bowsers on my screen, the little Bowser enemies. There was more than one on my screen, so that was kind of hard to avoid for a while. I don't know the enemies like you do, though. Um, G the Man had an awesome idea. He said, how would you feel about them adding themes to Mario 35, like how there are themes in Tetris 99? Every once in a while, they do a Maximus Cup where you can do the tournament. Like the and wallpaper. if you points, Yeah, you get like a theme, and it's like a wallpaper and sound effects for your game. They They had some for like... Animal Crossing, Paper Mario, Ring Fit Adventure. Do you think they'll do that for this? Do they actually change anything to the actual game? It doesn't change anything to the actual game. It's just... Um, just bumpers? Yeah. Bump it's bumpers. And then I think... Um, I know for Tetris, I think it changes the blocks. And it, it changes the music. It changes um, like the sound effects. I'm going to say no. I don't, I don't really want that stuff messing. It's different with like Tetris. Tetris mm -hmm. is a puzzle game. Um I don't want to say it has no identity because I mean, it's Tetris, but I think you understand what I'm trying to say. Mario is Mario. Like, I don't want to be staring at like Splatoon on the side of why I'm trying <laughs> to play Mario. It doesn't feel right. Um, yeah. I would like to, to take like a stab from, um, you remember on the Wii U that they released like a little free thing called Amiibo tap? Yes. I think it would be cool if you could tap Amiibo while you were playing this and send enemies to other people. That or like it would give you like a, or like a bonus power up or something. Maybe you could do it like one or two or three times or something during the thing. I think uh, they would have to like let it be limited per day. I was even thinking like Mario Maker. Like what if you tapped your amiibo and Mario's costume changed? That I would be okay with. That would be that really would be cool, wouldn't cool. it? Yeah. So we bring those costumes that you missed from Mario Maker too, and bring them to this. I, I, that's I like what I said that. last time when we first saw this game. I thought Mario Maker and having played it, like I continue to just keep thinking Mario Maker. It, it has the zany appeal that Mario Maker kind of brings to the formula. Um, I would love to see them add this as a mode to Mario Maker and then let you customize and edit your own stuff. And like mm -hmm. this game could live on forever in that regard. 
I think the customization is a much better idea than sending power-ups because it's far too, I think, you can't really do that for a multiplayer game like this where, you know, sending power-ups, that it would just make it too hard for somebody without them to win. Um, so I like the idea of the customization, really leaning into limited? that. Could- like you just had like one per run or something. That's one more than people who don't have amiibo are getting. Then get an amiibo. Like, I don't, that's not your problem. You still have to take your hand like off the controllers to do it. Right, yes. so you're putting yourself at risk. I, I like the idea of the costumes better. Okay, <laughs> but I do hope they lean into this. I hope you know they they might add it for Super Mario World, maybe some of the other Mario Maker stuff like you were talking about. Um, let us keep it past March. I don't, I don't know why they they're getting rid of it. Show you this amazing game that we've like we never knew we always wanted, and then take it away. <laughs> It'll be one of those things that go down and. In Nintendo lore that we talk about E3s for like 40 years to come. Did this really exist? It'll become, yeah, it'll, it'll just continue to become like a, like a new, you know, rumor <laughs> every time. <laughs> bringing it back. <laughs> every E3, people will be like, you know what I think is going to happen this year? Mario 35 is going to come back. It's going to be bigger than ever. Oh my God, I can hear it already. <laughs> the YouTube videos are going to be made about this. I still think that they, and I said it earlier, that they are probably seeing how like the longevity of the idea if people are still playing it in March, I think they will still keep it. I think this is a safe way for them to say, if it dies out, this is a safe way for them to pull it. Do they sell a multiplayer only game that's dependent upon like virtual online multiplayer? Are you asking if there's another one that exists right now? Yeah. No. Cause like even Splatoon cart and things like that, they all have single player modes. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what they're trying to figure out. Maybe they're trying to figure out how to make this a $60 game that they can sell to everybody. Maybe they want to tack it on to something. They did make a physical version of Tetris 99. That's true. Can you play it locally? Can you play like regular Tetris? No. Okay. Because the um, the physical version comes with, I think, a year uh, subscription of Nintendo Online. I would just make a Nintendo Switch exclusive, online exclusive, and just leave it like that. And be like, hey, if you subscribe, you get this game. And as long as you keep subscribing, you keep having it. Kind of stuff that we've been asking for for the past year. But I feel like they are trying to think, how can they sell you a $60 copy of this game? I think that's what Nintendo's trying to figure out. That's what they're worried about. Maybe. Yeah. Which, like you said, that's kind of Mario Maker. So Could be Mario Maker 3. Know. I'm very interested in seeing where this goes. Yeah, me too. I, I I do like it a lot. I could I find myself I play this a hundred hours if they leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like it's so quick to just jump into a round, and the rounds aren't super long. So, are you almost scared to keep playing it? Because I am. <laughs> People are going to get really good. No, no, not that, not at all. I'm actually kind of hesitant to like get into it for fear, knowing that it'll be taken away. <laughs> like I'm just like I kind of just I played it, I got it, but I don't want to like sit here and really play it because then I'm going to be mad when it when it goes away. Right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if I never really get into it, I don't want to worry about it. You won't miss it. <laughs> no, because then you'll regret that you didn't play it when you had it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should just play as much of it as you can until March so that when they take it away, you're so sick of it that you don't even care. <laughs> I'm doing the opposite of that. <laughs> the Animal Crossing New Horizons fall update is also out now. You can buy and grow pumpkins to craft into pumpkin recipes, buy costumes at the Able Sister store, use face paint and colored contacts. There's lots of Halloween goodness. On Halloween night, you get to give candy to your villagers. Um, so that update is out now. That's getting me back into the game. I 
you know, took a little break from it. And now I'm super excited to get all of the pumpkin recipes and decorate my island for fall and Halloween. That's my favorite season, my favorite holiday. So I'm excited about it. I'm definitely going to jump in and go tour some folks' islands. I'll at least have my kids do something because it's the one time a year I really do like Animal Crossing. I'll go and just trick or treat or, or put on a mask or something and go pick up some candy. I think uh, we're going to see a lot of creativity online with ha like haunted islands and yeah. people making haunted houses and stuff. I'm very excited to see what the community comes up with for this update. Yep, I'm definitely going to do that. Speaking of Animal Crossing, my Nintendo today added Animal Crossing physical rewards. I think some of them might be sold out already, but they said they're going to be back in stock. There's a Tom Nook shopping bag and a Dodo Airlines shopping bag for 800 platinum points. You guys probably have platinum points sitting there that you can spend on these physical rewards. Are these like canvas totes? They're, yeah, they're canvas totes. There's a leaf bandana and a Tom Nook keychain for 1,000 platinum points. The bandana is 600 platinum points. Um, it's $5 shipping for them. So it's not really free, but you probably have me, when you go to like the arcades at like the bowling alley and you get all the tickets and they're like, you can give us a thousand tickets and we'll give you some Mike and X. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? Are you spending your platinum points on anything else? No, no. I had enough of them to, I, I actually did go and redeem the Dodo airlines bag and the leaf bandana. And I paid my $5 shipping, so I'm getting those. Didn't they have like uh, a Cold Stone coupon? They do, I think. I know that they're having the Mario Cold Stone milkshake and cake cool. and ice cream or whatever it is. And I think you can, um, you when you buy that, I think you get a code to redeem on the site for something else. Did I'm you get your sure. Mario pins? I didn't. Um, we, we had a question about that last week that we didn't get to. Pizza Overlord was, was telling us his frustrating two hours um, of trying to order the Mario pins. Um, that was a, was a, I think. I'm going to sell mine. Situation. Did you get them? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sell mine. I, I was... had to do the rewards to get a code, but the code was only available for so long. Like you only had a small window to go in and redeem them. And if you didn't get the code, it was going to be sold out. Yeah. So that was, I think they, they could have done that a little bit better. Hopefully they'll get restocks. But that was the thing, like, all the way back to Club Nintendo, their stuff was like that. When they put up physical rewards, like, people go nuts for that stuff. Mm -hmm. Either scalpers to resell it. Well, I'm going to sell my 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 pens. I'm not going to, like, break the bank on them, but I'm going to sell them. Like, what am I going to do with pens? For $600 on eBay. Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, this has just been a thing forever. Like, Nintendo stuff is is hot for that reason, especially when it's rare or when it's something like this when it's promo. Like, those those ambassador plates that I have. Like those things are so rare. <laughs> you had to be so select just to get one, you know, like that stuff is like Nintendo gold. Yeah. Um, I, I'm uh, glad that they're bringing back some of the physical rewards. I know it's not exactly the same that you have to, you know, pay the shipping. I know that they didn't, you didn't have to do that with uh, club Nintendo. Um, but if there's something that I like, I feel like, and I was getting two things from this. So I figured why not? I hope they keep doing that. I like seeing the physical rewards. It's better than uh, nothing. Stuff. For sure. Is it. I wasn't going to use my platinum points on anything else. Let's right. be real. It's There's better no than theme. your wallpapers or whatever. They're, yeah, they're going to expire. Yeah, you can, you can just go the down. The fact that they make them, them expire is a travesty. and <laughs> It really is. You should be able to like convert so many of them to gold points or something. Just let us use it on the eShop. Do you know what was not... <laughs> Did you you mentioned the expiring. Um, this was the case for me and a couple of my friends as we went to go uh, redeem these physical rewards today. Today's October 1st. Points expire on the first of every month. 
So I had a bunch of friends who had a thousand platinum points expire. They didn't have enough points to redeem these new items that came out today. Better start downloading Mitomo. Start getting some of those free some of a those lot points. Of people only do once. So if oh, you really? Already. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So that I think was kind of uh, not the best, but I'm sure you probably do have platinum points. So if you're interested, they're there. Yep. Uh, jump rope challenge is saved. They told us it was going to be uh, taken off of the eShop. It they decided to keep it there after all. So good news, everyone. You can <laughs> go download jump rope challenge if you. Didn't get it already. <laughs> Any thoughts? No, I'm still not downloading that thing. What? That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. If you wanted a little something to, to keep you motivated, it's you can't beat free. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ding dong XL for nine cents beats free. Like that's better. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> Um, we have uh, not. We have some questions this week. We have some from last week that we can uh, touch on this week. It's Mr. Fallon wants to know. I understand Nintendo wanted to distance itself from the Wii with the Switch when it first launched. Now that it's been four years, do you think it's time for a Wii Sports reboot? I mean, I would love one. I love Wii Sports. Always have. I don't know exactly how you do that on Switch. Um, the Joy-Cons aren't Wiimotes. They don't feel the same. They don't work the same. That that illusion isn't there. So, uh, I mean, I think you could maybe do it with tennis. Tennis probably works, but golf, probably not. You know, um, I guess you could, but it would be like Wii Sports Club in which you could, but you didn't. it didn't do it well. And if you're not going to do it well, then don't do it. But I would like to see it. And I would actually like to see them do it without motion controls. Like, um Clubhouse 51 games is great, and the sports games are super fun. Gonna say Clubhouse 51. I, f- I feel like that's our Wii sports equivalent for the Switch. Um, it doesn't have everything. It's not, you know, all sports. There's you know, some other tabletop games on it as well, but I feel like that fits that that um, that little niche for it. I would take, I would happily play Wii sports golf like you play Hot Shots golf with a controller in hand instead of the motion controls. And would be just as happy playing that way. Um, and would play it a lot if they added more courses and more characters and stuff like that. And I think tennis and boxing and sword fighting and all those things could just be mapped to a controller and be just as fun. Or more fun if you just made the modes better and not so simple. All those modes are super simple because they're all based around motion. So mm-hmm. base it around something besides motion and still make the game. Because um, I like sports games, so I would still be open for it. I also think that, um, do you remember 1-2 Switch? I feel like they could have turned that into a Wii Sports equivalent where they could have taken all that Joy- Joy-Con technology and all those gimmicks um, and, and created it into like a packaged in Switch game, um, but they didn't. It was a lighthearted that. effort. At trying. <laughs> those, those were our opportunities, I think, for a Wii Sports-like type thing. Yeah. Did you have, um, oh man, I'm blanking now. There is a game, it's a... Uh, very much, I think, like Wii Sports Resort that's on the Switch. It's not made by Nintendo. I'm blanking on the name of it. It's the Ubisoft one, right? The sports whatever? I don't know. I think I'm thinking of a different one. But there are some that are like it. Um, so if you want something like that, I feel like it's it's kind of out there already. Sports Party. It. Sports Party. I'm thinking it's of a different Ubisoft. one. from they Ubisoft. They had golf and um, like wave race. They had like jet skis. I did buy it and play it. and It, was, it wasn't good. The one that I'm thinking of is like you're on an island. Yeah. 
I think that's the same thing. Okay. I think it's the same thing. There was a carnival sports one that they actually ported from the Wii. But that one didn't have golf. I don't know. It's not, it's not important, but <laughs> I can, I agree. Not. It's probably not important. Both of them are not great. <laughs> yeah, let's just do one more so we can uh, we can get you back resting. Um, G the man wanted to know. Uh, he was talking about last week with for, uh, Kirby Fighters Two coming out of nowhere. Do you think that Nintendo has any upcoming announcements that we should probably think about what will come for later this year? He mentioned the Smash Bros DLC, which we ended up getting. Do you think they still have time to shadow drop any? Little random thing that the Kirby Fighters came out of nowhere. Yeah, it did. I mean, could they? Yeah, I guess they could. What that is, I don't know. I really don't know. You know, um, like so many of the indie things that I really like, like we've already gotten. Um, like we've got Box Boy. You know, I love those games. I can't see them making another one of those. If they ever did a Rhythm Heaven game, I actually think they would make a, a deal out of that and they would make an announcement. So I don't think it would be like a surprise eShop thing. I think it would maybe be more like that um, Stretchers game, like kind of like a, its own little like indie project thing. I could see them maybe doing something like that. But I don't think they need to. They got Pokemon. They got Zelda. They got all these Mario games. They got a Mario Kart game. Like they've got plenty of things to sell and market right now. I don't, I don't think it's I don't think they need to. Yeah, I feel like just a couple weeks ago, we were saying what has Nintendo planned for the rest of 2020? And now here we are with a pretty full lineup for the upcoming months. So you're right. I don't really think we need anything. Um, If we did, it would probably be something of Kirby Fighters 2 size, maybe just something eShop only. I'd rather Um, see more indie games, get dates and announcements, just start packing in these indie games I've been waiting for. Yeah, we need them. I I think that's the stuff that's going to pack in between all these bigger releases. So. All right. Um, the last thing that um, that I want to plug is this uh, Saturday night, October 3rd at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Um, the PSVG hosts are getting together um, and we're doing a community Among Us stream. Um, so all, all of our hosts, not everybody, but um, a lot of us are joining me, Donnie, and a bunch of others are teaming up to play Among Us. Um, it's going to be at twitch.tv slash PSVG Kevin. We will be tweeting out the link so you could watch us uh, backstab each other, lie to each other. I've never um, played this game. will win. It is so much fun. I've never seen uh, anybody play this game. I don't know anything about it. I just know <laughs> that it's what all the kids are playing. My lots son's played it. Thing, lots of lying, lots of sneaking around. My son's playing it. I had no idea. Everybody's playing this. Johnny. I told him and he was like, yeah, I played it last weekend. I was like, what? Why are you playing Everybody. games without letting me know? It's very, very fun. So... The PSVG hosts are teaming up to do that, so you can catch us on Saturday night. We will tweet info about it if you're interested in watching. That'll be fun. Anything else, Donnie? I'm good. All right. Well, that wraps it up, and uh, we will be joined back next week with Garrett. Good night, Koopalings. Bye. Bye.